Do you love to travel and save money? Or do you wish you could travel but money is holding you back? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Families Fly Free podcast, where I show you how to fly your family free forever using my simple fly free formula. I'm your host, Lynn Mettler. My family of four has mastered the art of flying free as simply as possible since 2015, and I want to show your family how to do it too. Hey, and welcome everyone. We have reached the official end of summer here at my house. My high school sophomore headed back to school on Monday, and our college sophomore moves in middle of this week. So um, I know school's starting, you know, any range from the beginning of August to after Labor Day for you guys. So, but I know many of us are in the midst of that um, season where we're concluding our summer. And I have to say, while I definitely miss like the flexibility and the freedom of summer and the freedom and the ability to travel it gives us. I right at this point in time, I'm kind of glad to get back into a routine and have a solid set of hours in the day where I don't have to drop someone off or pick someone up from somewhere. And I'm sure that's you parents out there can relate to that. So um, it is nice to have that solid block. Though we enter fall is a busy season at our house because we um, our younger son plays football in high school now, which is a much bigger deal. So we pretty much um, have to be here through October um, due to practices and games. Um, really no let up in that. Uh, but I love fall. It's my favorite time of the year. Um, love football, love the leaves changing. So I'm looking forward to all that. We have just a touch of cool, cool going on here. So I feel like I can just feel a hint of fall. Um, and I can't wait for it. So um, if you're listening to this episode in real time, um, I'm excited to let you know that Families Fly Free will be opening back up on Monday, August 21st. Yay! So that's after being closed for the whole summer. Um, and this summer, we actually focused um, here on rolling out a brand new product, which you may or may not have heard about called Meet the Mouse. And this takes our simple approach to travel rewards and it focuses it in specifically on Disney World and Disneyland. So it shows you how to do Disney entirely for free with travel rewards, um, including your flights, your accommodations, on or off property, park tickets, and even dining and souvenirs. It's actually possible to do all that with travel rewards. And so we've created a simple process that we are so good at um, and then just hone it in on Disney. So I'm really excited about that one because um, you probably know I'm a fan of Disney. And so it's super fun for me to take what I've already created in Families Fly Free and just kind of make a small subset just for one particular destination that I happen to love. And there's so much to say and so much news to follow about Disney. Um, and so those members will get to follow everything Disney um, inside of there. So it is a separate program from Families Fly Free, though it pairs well with Families Fly Free. Um, and so we opened it this summer just to our email list um, to get first dibs at it, get to try it first before anyone else. And so if you want opportunities like that, 
please make sure you're on our email list um, and you can hop on there at familiesflyfree.com slash email. And that will give you, you know, first opportunity and access to special offers like that. But we are planning to open Meet the Mouse to the general public um, this fall. So stay tuned for that um, if you're interested. Um, so far, it is amazing and people are loving it. So I um, encourage you to keep an eye on that um, because and the reason why I wanted to put this together is I really felt like no simple process existed. There was no process for how to save at Disney that I could find out there. There's a lot of gazillions of tips out there, but no one has really put it together in a step-by-step. -step. And a trip to Disney is averaging between $4,800 on the low end for a family of four to up to $10,000 um, for a family of four on the higher end. So desperately, we need some ways to cut that cost down. That is just way, way too much to have to spend um, to go to Disney. So, um, okay, but back to Families Fly Free. So we will be at long last opening the doors on Monday, August 21st with a limited time special offer to kick it off. So you don't want to miss that deal. And if you want to know right away, as soon as we're open and what the deal is, again, make sure you're on our email list, familiesflyfree.com slash email. And if you're listening to this some point in the future, um, long after August 21st, we may or may not be open. Um, but if you're on our email list, you will know that for sure. So let's get to today's topic. Um, I sat down and I thought about the things that I wished I had known or I had done differently when I first learned about travel rewards back in 2015. So that's what I'm going to share with you today. I've got um, five things that I wished I had done differently um, when first starting out. So maybe you're at the very beginning of your travel rewards journey, or maybe you've been playing around with travel rewards for years. Um, either way, I encourage you to listen because you might somewhere um, hear yourself in me and the things that I did and be able to make a switch that could potentially save you a lot more money and a lot more time. That's something I think a lot of us skip over is the amount of time we are spending on travel rewards that we don't need to be. Um, so you may find a way that will help save you time or money as you are planning and paying for your upcoming travels. So here are five things that I had wished I had done when first starting out in travel rewards. So the first big one for me is um, I wished I had not gotten sucked into credit card offers that I shouldn't have been getting. So um, if you're on email lists or following blogs and, you know, on travel rewards, there is just a plethora of credit card offers or even like um, these programs that help you keep track of things. Um, even U.S. News and World Report, like all of these places are constantly telling you about the newest credit card offer. And so just because it's new or it's available for, you know, has a deadline doesn't mean that it's the right credit card offer for you. They can't all be right for you, <laughs> right? And that's kind of where I got sucked into of like, oh, that one sounds good. It's about to go away. Maybe I should grab it. And that came from not having a plan or a strategy. 
So as long as you have a plan and a strategy in place and you're not trying to do all things, every airline, every hotel chain, every card, um, you should be in good shape. Just be selective. Make sure the cards that you are picking follow um, the strategy that you have mapped out. And number two relates to it. So um, I wished I had just focused on one airline to start off. Um, and where I messed up um, in hindsight was getting an American card. Okay, so this was an, one of these deals where I got sucked into a card offer that did not make sense for my family. Um, it was an American Airlines card. And um, so I decided to get it because the offer was going away. And the offer was not enough miles on American. You're going to need a lot more miles on American. And even at that time, they had a, a special program where if you held select cards, you could get a discount on the number of miles um, that you would have to spend to go to certain destinations. They had certain destinations at a discount. They've done away with that program. But I thought, oh, okay, I can take advantage of that. But even still, it was only enough for two of us to go somewhere, which was not helpful. So I ended up with this card that I didn't need. I sort of burned a card application because you probably know Chase, um, who I like a lot better, is um, very selective in how many cards they will um, allow you to open and still approve you for one of their cards. So basically, I burned one of my cards um, that I could have gotten on this American card that I didn't need that wasn't enough points for us to do anything. Um, so instead of just focusing all my efforts on Southwest, which I really had done up to that point, I, I just made a mistake, which we all do, right? So I was able to salvage that and we were able to um, to leave the kids with grandparents and the two, my husband and I take a trip out to Carmel, which was one of the destinations on this American list that you could get discounted flight to. And so we were able to make it work. And I'm glad we took that trip, but we totally could have taken that trip on Southwest. We could have flown into San Francisco and driven down to Carmel if we had wanted to. Um, so I think that, again, came from trying to focus on too much and not really having a good, solid understanding of what was the best program for my goals and for my family. And that really was Southwest. Um, and I really believe that is um, the best program for most of you out there. Um, if you have a Southwest airport anywhere nearby. Okay, the third one is, um, I really wished I had better understood the benefits and the role of flexible travel cards. So flexible travel cards um, are cards that earn points or miles that can be used in a variety of different ways with a variety of different loyalty programs. So a specific airline card or a specific hotel card is not a flexible card because it earns miles or points only in that airline or that hotel chains program that can only be used with them. American miles can only be used on American. Uh, Hyatt points can only be used with Hyatt. So if you hold a Hyatt card or an American card, you're, you're limiting yourself to that chain. Whereas these flexible cards um, allow you to earn points that you can just keep in a pot and then have at the ready if you do need to book a hotel chain that's different than what you normally do, or if you do need to fly outside of the Southwest network, um, you have flexible points that will allow you to do that. And so that really is um, helps simplify travel rewards a lot. And I think that's a place that 
many people miss and I missed early on too. I, I kind of stumbled into um, the chase. I had a chase at by reserve because when I was first starting out, they had the big hundred thousand point offer. That card was brand new and they had like the biggest offer. They've never had that offer again. Um, and so I did take advantage of that. And that I, I really didn't know what I was doing. That happened to be a good move, unlike the American move, right? So then while having that card, that actually funded our first trip to Europe for all four of us, that, those 100,000 points. And then I was able to see the benefits of how that Chase flexible point system worked and um, really play that to my advantage. So whether it's Chase or it's City or Amex or Capital One, um, definitely consider how a flexible system might serve you better, uh, particularly when it comes to putting your day-to-day -day spending um, on a card better than putting your day-to-day -day spending on an air, a specific airline or a specific hotel card. All right. Number four was, I wished I had learned more about um, not just how to fly for free, but also how to save on all the other expenses. So, you know, how we could possibly stay free in hotels or in Airbnbs um, and just save on things like car rentals and airport parking and attraction tickets and, you know, all those types of things, because um, those things do add up. So, where I really noticed this was that first trip we took to Europe, we got the flights for free, but I was kind of flabbergasted by the amount we actually spent in Europe to do all the things because I hadn't done a great job of um, investigating the best ways to save because that was all brand new to us. We'd never been to Europe. So now we've been multiple times and and we do make it a priority inside Families Fly Free to share with you not just how to fly for free, but we also have a whole course you get on how to stay for free, including Airbnbs. And then we have just all kinds of videos and resources and tip sheets to help you save on all those things, car rentals, dining, attractions, Disney park tickets, right? those things really add up, even if your flights are free. And particularly if you want to fly a lot, like we started to do once we figured this out, those costs can accumulate. So we recognize that in order to fly for free, you also need to know how to get some other things um, very discounted or, um, or for free as well. And so we show you how to do all that because we want travel. We want you guys to go out and travel as much as possible um, and do it affordably. Do it for less than what you were spending on one vacation a year. Um, and, and you're only going to be able to do that if you have the knowledge of how to save. So we've, again, really packaged that so that it's easy to follow. It's processed. Um, it's easy to understand. You don't have to be searching all over the Internet um, for that. Um, all right. Another one, uh, fifth one on my list is um, I wish that I had constrained the information that I was consuming. So um, particularly when it comes down, it really comes down to having a strategy and then making sure that the information you are taking in 
um, that you can at least filter what fits within your strategy and what doesn't. And if it doesn't fit within your strategy, then you can not waste your time on it. Um, and so I would advise finding someone um, to follow. If you like my podcast, yay, great. Um, side note, if you like my podcast, I would love it if you would give it a review or even just a, a star rating would be awesome if you find it helpful. Um, but if you like my approach, follow me. If you um, have found some other travel rewards person and you really like their approach, um, follow them and kind of constrain yourself to just a couple um, of, you know, people that you're going to follow, sites, podcasts, whatever, um, so that you don't get overwhelmed and you don't get exposed to 20 million different things that you can do when only, you know, five of them really make sense for your family. So watch that because that is a way people do start to feel overwhelmed is because they're taking in too much information and they don't know what is right for their family and what isn't. Um, so again, I'm, my approach is all about keeping it simple. So if that's appealing to you, you're probably going to like my emails. You're going to like my videos. You're going to like my, uh, podcast episodes. Um, if you want to learn like every single way that you can save, you know, get a credit here and you can get the absolute best bang for your points over here, that's going to be more time consuming and more complicated. And there's other people who that's their forte, right? Simple is my forte. And then, so those are five, but then the other thing I just wanted to say is kind of in conclusion is um, making it a point to keep an open mind um, and to be willing to think outside the box. Um, don't assume things to be true about something that you haven't personally experienced. And, and what I'm thinking of in my head here is, is Disney Vacation Club, because I did that for years. Um, and it wasn't until last year that I bothered to understand what this program really was and actually look at the numbers. I just wrote it off as a, as a timeshare a pushy timeshare, right? That was a scam is what I thought. And that's an example of having a closed mind and not being willing to consider, rethink about something with your own brain, <laughs> you know, put your own brain on it. Um, if this is something that's of interest to you. So we like to go to Disney, we like to stay on property. And so that's where I asked my family's life free members because we have a lot of Disney Vacation Club members. And I thought, let's hear from them why they're Disney Vacation Club members. And do they really think it's a good deal? And if so, have them explain that to us. Um, and so we have that fantastic webinar um, inside the membership where they did that and they sold me on Disney Vacation Club. So um, I'm not saying it's right for everyone, but when I heard them and I was able to ask them questions and everything, it turned out it was right for my family. And it was something I'd written off that could have been saving us money for years and years. So the same goes with um, credit cards as well. A lot of people um, just write off, um, you know, credit cards are bad. You've heard me say that uh, over and over and over again, um, which is, you know, not necessarily the case. Another one is Southwest Airlines. I hear a lot of people just write off Southwest Airlines because they think they're a discount airline and they don't have assigned seats. Well, we have a lot of members now who who bothered to be like, well, wait a second. If this is really a good deal, maybe I need, do need to look into it and really understand what it means to not have an assigned seat and, and what are they really like to deal with? And when they open their mind to it, 
Then they were able to start flying for free and learn a way that they can get the best possible seats on the plane so it's not so stressful. So those are just many different examples of um, leaving your mind open and being willing to consider something that could potentially um, save you a lot of money. So those are my um, throwbacks to what I wish I had done when I was first starting out. Um, and I will say that, you know, when I was thinking about this, there actually were a lot of things I did right, which I was, I was kind of surprised by as I was thinking through this, I was like, wow, I actually did a lot of things really well. And it, it was almost by accident, not by design, because I didn't know what I was doing, but it's really is the combination of what I did right that worked and what I did wrong that didn't work that resulted in the simple fly-free formula that I teach to families today and that takes the overwhelm out of travel rewards. So if you want to hear more about that, next week, on next week's episode, I'm going to reveal to you my fly-free formula in full. See if you can say that three times fast. Um, so if you want to hear about my fly-free formula, do not miss next week's episode. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, again, I would love it if you'd leave me a review or a rating if you found this podcast to be helpful. Um, I hope to see you inside of Families Fly Free next week when we open with our special offer and uh, have a great rest of your week. If you're ready to fly your family free forever, I invite you to join my Families Fly Free membership. You'll learn how to stop paying for airfare throughout the US, Caribbean, and Europe so you can make those priceless family travel memories before your kids or even your grandkids leave home for good. And you'll learn it using my simple proven formula that's helped hundreds of families. Plus, it's risk-free. You either get your investment in the membership back in free travel or I give you your money back. You can get more information at familiesflyfree.com slash join.